Hello, welcome to the Knock On KCLR and Scoreline.ie's weekly rugby podcast. Uh, Johnny Tobin and Tom Crowdy joins us, and James uh, Blanchfield will hopefully be joining us towards the end of the podcast. He's away in a foreign country trying to get to a hotel and uh, he's stuck in traffic. He says brutal. Um, but James might be catching up with us a little bit later on. Lads, how's it going? Not too bad, Stephen. Yourself? Not too bad. Uh, we're recording this on a Thursday, so it's the day that Munster take on South Africa and uh, in Parky Cueve, a solo Parky Cueve. So the best of luck to them. We won't. There's probably no, we no point talking about it now uh, because by the time you're listening to the podcast, it'll be over. Um, but uh, we'll talk about a lot of stuff. If we get to it later, Ireland, South Africa, Ireland, Fiji, but the more important stuff, the local stuff we're going to chat about first. Uh, Kenny, you've had a break for a couple of weekends. They're up against Boyne uh, this weekend. But Carlo and Tolo have been, action, have been in action. Uh, Carlo beating Dundalk last weekend. Tom, 50 points to 17, one of the biggest wins you've had in Oak Park in a while. That's some going. Biggest win, I'd say, um... I can't remember the last time we put fifty points and fifty points and fifty points on the team. Um, cracking game. Uh, we start off with the seconds. The seconds lost um, lost out narrowly to Dundalk seconds. Actually, some Dundalk seconds were um, extremely good. Um, I think our lads ran out of a bit of steam. That Dundalk had a very heavy pack, very strong pack. And uh, to be honest, their backline was quite good uh, in the first half. And um, then in the second half, uh, we got a couple of tries. Actually, we got a couple of good tries in the second half with the backs. But the forwards, just uh, we didn't have the bulk to keep going. You know, we didn't have the bench to, uh, with the injuries that we've had over the last while, um, we didn't have the bench to kind of match to match Dundalk. And they got a few try- a few handy tries kind of near the end. And uh Whoever Dundalk's 10 is under seconds. I haven't seen a kicker like that in, in a long, long time. Jesus, he slotted them from everything. He won the game for them. I don't think he missed a kick. I think yesterday he might have, did he miss one. He missed one kick in the whole game. And then everything else was pinged from uh, every direction. So, uh, look, the seconds will bounce back. It was uh, they they learn an awful lot from, the, from that game. Then we moved on to the first Um uh, yeah, we just the boys played probably the best rugby they played all season. Um, it's not taken away from Dundalk, where uh, the far pack is normal. We're very strong. Um, probably lacking a bit of imagination in the backline. Um, backline was their backline was kind of it wasn't a real threat, but um, typical Dundalk when they got into if if you allow them into the twenty two, um, they're a danger, and that's uh, that's when they got two. I mean, they got two. Two forward tries, bang bang, from our three forward tries actually in the end, just kind of barreled our way over. And if you, we had that from the start, if we let them, we knew uh, very similar to Longford that if you let them into the twenty, let them into the twenty-two or close to the line, um, that can be very hard to stop. But but we said last week we were work, going to work a lot on our penalty count, and the penalty count we only gave away two penalties in the first half, um, which is Wales gave away both of them, did he? Which, which was a huge improvement. Wales gave away one of them. Um, <laughs> uh, and second half, then we gave away was a couple more, but um, the lads are going to the left. Uh, G, G came back on the pitch, but uh, after his injury, has had came back on. But it's only a, that's only a personal joke with us. Uh, look, it was a superb performance across the board. Um, 
you know, we soaked up an awful lot of soaked up an awful lot of their pressure. We our execution sometimes at times we probably pushed it a little bit. Um, like we got some good tries in the first half and coming into the second half, then we lulled off for a little while. They came back and they got two tries, bang bang, after hours, and we were, you know, which wasn't good enough from our point because we were trying to get the keep the points difference good on it. Um, but I mean. Yeah. There were some massive performances in the game. John Lyons, John Lyons, Paddy Mackey, and Owen Edgehill, um outstanding, outstanding in the pack this week. Uh, Richie Whiter, which you'll come out with, our elder lemon, played in full control from full back, just was absolutely awesome this weekend. Again, his kicking was, you know, his kicking for touch the way he just just managed the game really, really well. But the back strides were super. Um, Really, really, absolutely cracking tries, and um, that's the best way I've ever heard yeah. Richie White being described. An elder lemon, yeah, elder lemon, but he's our elder lemon, and I'm <laughs> very proud of him. Definitely very proud of him the weekend. Um, Scott Neal, the young hooker, played again, had a storm again, has really been a revelation. Um, his darts were really, really good, has come on. You know, he got his chance two weeks ago and um, in the second half two weeks ago and he's just come on leaps and bounds since then. Um, everything was good except for we lost Sam Cullen um, who had a great game in the centre. Really, really won. Probably his best game in the centre but had been kind of saying during the towards the end of the second half that he's a little... Something was niggling in his foot but um, later on we got a lovely picture of Sam in Waterford Hospital. He's seen it, yeah. After breaking a bone in his foot. Got so, one myself, uh, Tom. Yeah, not too happy. Not too happy about it. He's not too happy about it. But look, he'll be back. He'll be back soon. But I think um I look it was a really, really good performance. But look, we have to bin that one now because uh, we've a massive task ahead, really big task ahead to come to we have to go away to Kildara now and um it's going to be more of the same. I think Kildara's pack, big, big pack, strong pack, physical pack. Um again, so this is going to be like three weeks in a row facing Facing into the Tough same, yeah. facing into the same similar sort of side, you know, and um, like I think they had a tough enough game there at the weekend themselves, and it's going to be um, look at this stage of the season. And Johnny knows their leagues aren't won or lost, but this is now coming. In, they are the most important games coming into Christmas, and uh, yeah. I think from our point of view, we have to take each game as a cup game, um, no matter what happened on the pitch. Um, uh, last Sunday, you know, you have to bin it and uh, come out with the same intensity, but um, you have a different a different team in front of you, and we got to we got to play to that. And uh, Kildara, are, you have to give them the height of respect because uh, they've always always given us a good game, been very close at times. Um, you know, so they'll be looking probably for revenge from last year's games as well. You know, so you have to be prepared. I think. Um, Team would be very similar to very similar to last week, except as I say, um, Sam is out, which is a loss. But uh, hopefully, please God, he'll be back in. Um, we have uh, young Sean Quinlan. Sean is back in, so Sean will probably step in. We'll step. I haven't seen. We haven't had the full team yet, but Sean will step in instead of Sam in the centre, and uh, you know that he'll uh, he'll give it his absolute all. He scored a cracking try. I, look, I looked after you on that one, Tom. Thanks, Johnny. I know you did. Gave Sean Quinlan the week off in college. <laughs> yeah, he um he needs a break. Yeah, he just needs a break because he, he's yeah. only really coming back from injury. And again, you know, when you play, it is tough going 
to play college and play and play in the club. Yeah. And he's in, he's loving it. To be honest, like if their college are doing so well, he's loving it down there as well. Every but all yeah. the lads we have a few from the college and they all um they're all enjoying the rugby. So, but it's just uh, the main thing for us is trying to keep the injuries down. You know, we still have that injury list that's there. And, uh, but hopefully now, uh, look really looking forward to Kildare at the weekend. Um, the lads are buzzing. So, but it's up to them to they, they, We've done the we've done all the the hard work has been done. They know they've know as I say, like we've worked on penalties. We've um after the last game, you know, after the even after the Longford game, we worked really hard on uh, trying to avoid the breakdown penalties and look they, we did. And yeah. you can see the difference when you when you're not giving away penalties, the difference in score lines can help. So um ah look, can't wait, can't wait. Look, it's another game, another day, another yeah. game. Um I, I think Tommy sometimes kind of frustrates yourselves rather than frustrate other teams in defence. Do you know that kind of penalty count? Like if you, any team can keep their penalty count below eight to ten in a game, they're doing all right. But you were giving that away in halves, like. Do you know, oh yeah, we, we've given at times, away. Like, yeah, you know that, that's not nitpicking. That's just that probably is facts. Like, do you know, no, it, away it, a good it, it is, like, is facts. I mean, like even playing, even playing Tuller, like I think it was eighteen mm. penalties to, to, to even Tuller gave away a lot. And, both yeah, and exactly. Yeah, and, and 18, 18, 15, I think was the was the penalty count, but that's not good enough for well for either side. But it's not so, good enough for us, you know. And we've given away that eighteen penalties. Well, look, I, I put it this way: it's not good enough to win. It's not good enough to win the league. No, you know, and, and uh, no, it's any team that gives away any team that's giving away a lot of penalties like that's not good enough to win. It's not. It's just yeah. not. Look, your accuracy. It's the main. The key fact is you know, rugby's about being accurate, small little details mm. and. Those little details really add up at the end of the season. You know, if you're playing well and you're accurate and you're minding all the little things, you know, uh, making sure that you're you're not giving away those penalties in key positions, kicking positions. Like, all right, you know, you can give away a penalty. You can give away a penalty if you give away a penalty in their twenty-two grand. But if you give away a penalty in your half with the quality of player kickers that are around at the moment, I mean, some fantastic. Yeah, under pressure. You know, yeah. Any team to come under pressure, like if that fellow had been playing on um, from their seconds, if their seconds out half have been playing uh, that Dundalk, you know, those some of those penalties that we gave away would have been slotted. Yeah, yeah. might have been a different story. Well, best of luck, Tom. Uh, this weekend against Kildara, like you said, you've had a couple of physical teams, but you've come out on top, uh, or you know, positively uh, over the over the last few matches as well. So, you know, it can take a lot of confidence out of that as well. Um, and uh, <clears throat> you know, fingers crossed, it all goes to plan at the weekend. Tom, uh, ladies rugby wise, um, are, are the rhinos out in action, or what's yeah, the story? Yeah, uh, we had rhinos had. The under 14s lost narrowly to the Sharks, which is they lost away in Tarn York, uh, 45 38. But though that little under 14s team has come along very nicely, yeah. Um, you know, some and uh, it's great to see that it's great to see the numbers that they have out every week. Um, you know, the, the joint coaches again between Carlo and Tolo, there's some quality coaches involved, and um, you know, it's, it's great that it's great to have, um. Our under the under sixteens had a massive win um, against uh, as a Kestrels or whatever the, up in in the semi in the quarter final quarter final of the of the plate 
and so we're through now to we're through now to we're playing the se- semi final next weekend. Next weekend, actually, got a home semi final, so we're playing in Tullow. We're playing in Tullow in two weeks' time. Uh, that's the semi final of the plate. They had we've we've gained a few new a few new players. Uh, with Hannah Murphy, I think Hannah Murphy, she's came in about half. Hannah was just absolutely outstanding. We were shorter out half, got uh, wasn't available that night, and Hannah only started, had her first game, uh, half a game two weeks ago. Um, she scored um, seven tries, oh, uh, five of them in a row from out half. Uh, we did say, I did say, to her, I, did, I, I did say to her, uh, <laughs> I, I did say to her, Hannah, I said, All you've got to do, I said, Look, is pass the ball. Uh, I said, don't worry about it. He said, you know what you have to do? Just pass the ball, look up. I said, if you see a gap, go for it. And uh, in fairness, uh, she saw the gaps. and uh, She, <laughs> she saw seven of them. <laughs> and that was absolutely outstanding. But look, the girls, the girls had it. They played really, they're starting to really buy into it. They're actually, you can see that they're starting to get better understanding of the game. And uh, it's uh, absolutely fantastic for them. And uh, as I say, you can't, we can't, we actually can't uh, say enough about them. Um, and I keep saying every week, any girl ever wants to pick up rugby anywhere in the vicinity, anywhere in, in, in Carlo or the outskirts of uh, outskirts and with go heading into Tullow, that whole direction. Um, the two clubs there are, as I say, we're joined with Tullow and uh, we really, really, it's really, really super to see see what's happening. Absolutely. And then, as I got used, wasn't a whole lot happening with youths playing last weekend, but we'll have to mention our under-18s had a very, very good win against Longford away. They won 55-22, um, a sound performance all all around from them. Um, so, uh, look, it's great to have a couple of wins under our belt this yep. weekend. Uh, this weekend, and we're, look, we're looking forward to moving ahead this weekend. Absolutely. We'll move on to Tullow now. Um, Johnny Longford last weekend just got the better of them. Nice job. Yeah. Lovely yeah, done. Was... Carlo softened softened them up a bit for you. Soft, week. Softened them up. Yeah. <laughs> done us a favour. They done one on long. I've done doctor as well for next week. Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. That it was it was a decent um, decent performance, but it was a typical fashion the last couple of weeks with us is two steps forward and one step backwards. You know, we had a bonus point win 10, point, 10 minutes into the second half, kind of sat back and allowed Longford back into the game. But um, look, it's a bonus point win. Nonetheless, puts us in second in the table, one point behind Carlo. Um, off a bonus point today, got from Dundalk, obviously. So, puts us in a good position. Our seconds lost out narrowly, which was a, a scrappy game. Nonetheless, I don't know how we were as close. We were, I think, we were five points or seven points we lost by, but we probably shouldn't shouldn't have been to be honest which we were a little bit away from the races um but uh good training session tuesday night or sorry wednesday night we trained last night sorry um and a good session now tomorrow night and i'd say we'll be in good shape heading to dundalk but dundalk would be all guns blazing too 55 was it 55 tom you beat him by 50 points 50, 50, 70. 70. Yeah. they won't want to be losing again and they definitely won't want to be losing at home so we'll, we'll have it we'll have it hard and i'd imagine they'll have a few lads um extra that they wouldn't have had available uh, on a travel day. It's not an easy spin to get in and travel from Dundalk to Carlow, so no. they'll have a few extra fellas. But uh, look, we're looking forward to it. It was good on the senior front. Um, try not to say too much because at the moment anyone in the top four can win it. And I know I've been harping on about a tie and we have to see how well they go. They put it to Wicklow last week. They were 
So I think Carlo will beat Wicklow in, in Carlo and I think Tullo will beat Wicklow in Tullo. So I think it's a tie Carlo and, and uh, Tullo's league now to take, to be honest with you. If I'm going to be, if I'm going to give you my honest opinion, that's what I think. Um, and I agree with Tom, every game is like a cup game now because he just can't afford to give away any points uh, for the remainder of the season. It's so tight. Uh, it'll be so, so, so structured at that, that top four in the league at the moment. So, yeah, look, it's, it's exciting. Uh, it'll be good when it when it comes down to February and, and March and who's sitting where then. But women then had a, a disappointing last first home game of the season, lost out to Tullamore 24-12. They're struggling big time, a lot of injuries. Um, Alex O'Brien is still missing. Uh, Alice Carroll isn't back yet. Alex is a big loss to the senior team. Um so yeah, look at senior front positives and negatives to come from it, but like every week, um we'll march on. And then we're just in the youth section, I suppose we were quite weak as well, like same as Tom. But we had um eighteens up in buying, lost out in the last minute, twenty four nineteen. Their first loss of the season. They've been incredible all season so far. Um but it might it might ground them a little bit and bring them back down that they need to stay working and things aren't as easy as they as they seem. Um, and then we had two lads off that team as well playing in the YSP uh, last night and Ty Grona from Carlo was playing in it as well so Peter Burgess and Fiona Hickey and Ty Grona is great representation from the county to be playing at that level of rugby that's the youth um, selected programme I think it's the deficient yeah, title for um, yeah so it's a Leinster sub kind of sub thing off the academy base but it's great for them to get game time there and um, by all accounts, I think the three of them done their clubs proud and done themselves well as well. To be fair, they're highly involved in the game, so that's great to see from a youth section. Yeah, no, absolutely, Johnny. The best of luck in uh, those uh, games this weekend. Bine, uh, Kilkenny have to travel to Bine on Saturday uh, mm. for their game. Bine sit in fourth on the table with three wins out of five. Kilkenny two out of five. Kilkenny sitting down in six. So sort of mid table, sort of clash uh, mm. for them. Um, any idea, lads, on how that one's going to go, do you think? Yeah, I wouldn't have a notion of it. Now, maybe Tom will. Right, <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you say, sorry, is that a home or away? Uh, they're away, Kilkenny are away. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I don't want to comment on it. It's not going to be easy. No, it won't be, it won't be easy up there. If it's at home, I yeah. definitely would have given Kilkenny the edge. Um, I don't know what, I just say, I don't know what, Boyne was they good outside from last year. I mean, we all we played them last year. They're solid, yeah. um, but you don't know what I don't know what they've got since last last season. But Boyne are hard to beat in Boyne anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's going to be an incredible. That'll be a, that'll, that'll be a tough game. Well, it's a game Kenny have to win. You know, they need they need yeah. to bounce back yeah. after a couple of hard losses. And in fairness, it's it's, uh, it's the losses to the to the Monkstones and this. You know, they're not. It's not an easy game. Losses that they probably played. should have won. Yeah. Yeah, and they're not easy games. Like they've had Bective and they've had Monkston. They've had the two hard ones, real mm-hmm. hard ones there. Um. So look, real for fingers crossed for them. Hope they go up there and, and beat Bayern at the weekend. It'd be great. Absolutely. Get well. We got we got three all together. It'd be great. Do Kenny Women heads to. Absolutely, uh, Tom. That's what it's all about. Kenny Women are heading to Barnhall on uh, Saturday, the J1s. Uh, they're off at half one. Their game last weekend against St. Mary's College was cancelled um, for uh, whatever reasons. Um, so that's uh, what happened there. Um, yeah, so that's the story, lads. Johnny, you're in action with uh, SETU or IT Carlos, we still call it. You had, having a good week so far? We're having, yeah, we're having, we had a good week, yeah. Um, I still call it IT Carlo, and I'm probably Same. getting in trouble an awful lot from it. And, and I should be calling SETU and promoting the brand, but yeah, 
Uh, we had two massive wins yesterday. We went to DCU and probably right the uh, wrong from the All Ireland final last year, and we beat them forty three seven um, yesterday in the league. So that was an incredible win. Uh, then our seconds went across the TUD and beat them fifty five five. So that puts them now in a semi final away at the Queen's University next Wednesday, and it puts us in a semi final against TUD next Wednesday, first away. Um, so that's a logistic nightmare for me, <laughs> and to be in Dublin and in Belfast probably in similar times. But uh, look at it, it is what it is. Uh, that's the joys of success. But we're going really well. We've look at it, we're, we're doing nothing different than any other club team. We're just trying to keep the enjoyment factor in, play a bit of rugby, throw around the ball. Um, I think the most exciting part about college rugby is most of these lads are under the age of twenty-two, so they just have a laugh at it and see what happens. It's going quite well for us with 54 lads training, 52, 54 lads training from all walks of, of the province, to be honest. Uh, with some lads from Dublin, with some lads from Clare, um, with some lads from Waterford actually coming up. We've lads from Cashel, we've lads from everywhere. Lads from Buccaneers and Athlone, we've lads all over the place playing with us. And it's, um, it's really good, so just hoping we can keep the ball rolling and maybe get a, a second home final. But if we win both games next week, We'll have two home finals on the twenty third of November, which would be incredible. Um, and the first, the first actually technically you don't need to win at the moment. We're we're on fifteen points, maximum points from three games. The closest person to us is on five, um, and that's TUD. Um, so they've had a draw and uh, a win and a loss. So um, we will play them next Wednesday up there, and if we beat them next Wednesday, sure, it's just it's just a formality then to play Limerick IT the following week, but. Look, we don't want to counter eggs before the hatch just yet. We have a lot of work to do between this and next Wednesday. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just, uh, yeah. yeah, just on Sam Cullen there, I know we mentioned him in injury. I just want to pass on his sympathies to the to Sam's family. Uh, Joe Nolan passed away there this week, uh, Sam's grandfather, and also Jack McDonald, solo vice-captain's grandfather as well. So I just want to pass on sympathies to Sam and, uh, and Jack absolutely. and the Nolan family. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Johnny. Um, Johnny, you're a busy man. Uh, I got a few clads, yeah. You got to off, yeah, absolutely. You're, you're up the walls there like that. Great to talk to you. We'll catch yeah. up with you uh, next week. Um, see how you just got on uh, in your game against yeah. Dundalk. We'll talk to you next week. Cheers, fellas. Best luck this weekend, Tom. Thanks. Thanks a million, Johnny. Mind yourself. Bye-bye. That's it. That's Johnny Tobin there dropping off the podcast. Uh, we might have James Blanchfield before the end, uh, but Tom, we'll move on to... Uh, well, we'll just cover some of the other bits and pieces uh, that are going on at the moment. Uh, the, uh, there's obviously internationals on. Um, Munster taking on South Africa um, or South Africa selection. But um, Ireland against South Africa last weekend, I could barely t- take a breath during the match. It was that sort of frantic. Yeah. Some games, some win, but great little performances there from some from a lot of players, I suppose. And I think the most satisfying thing for me was um, physically standing up to South Africa and actually getting to a stage that South Africa started throwing the ball out wide and moving it that way. Um, you know, you, you really feel like you've got somewhere physically with a team like that when they start doing that. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, well, look, I think it was uh, summed up with the, um, Jimmy O'Brien's interview yeah, afterwards where he had... Um, it's uh, like the biggest, and I think it's the, it's the greatest advantage of having the South African teams in the URC. It's because our provinces are now playing South Africans week in, week out. And I think that that whole fear of their physicality and their size, and it's like we said before, I think if 
it'll be nothing but a benefit to the to especially to Leinster who have been beaten in in Heineken Cup semi finals and finals by you know teams that have pummeled them up front. Um, but they're getting used to playing week in week out, so. The fear of South as the fear of this South African bomb squad and and you know our forwards stood up to them. Yes, they and they're not. There's did. no fear. There's no fear anymore. That fear is gone. But you have to be wary. <laughs> you know, Makes you, angry. <laughs> you have to be wary of them. I mean, they're they're a, a fantastic side, but um, I mean, we had we'd only forty five percent of the possession. They had fifty five percent of the possession. We still won the you know. And we yeah. we spent it was a fifty something percent of the time in the in their half. You know, made a lot of tackles as well, Tom. Huge amount of tackles. Yeah, huge amount of tackles. Um, I thought Johnny Sexton had is just so important to the game. I know that he he um threw a couple of dodgy passes at the start, but when he got into it and we knew himself after that, he was. But you could see that. How well he how well he played after, but he just brings the ball right to the line, and um, I just thought I, I thought the team were outstanding. I felt really sorry for Connor Murray and uh, Stuart McCluskey, you know, after working so hard to get yeah. there. Yeah, but, no, um, you'd like to see them stay on, but in fairness, when Connor went, Connor added his thing to the match at the start of it, um, but Jameson Gibson Park came on, he added his thing. You know, it sort of it was yeah. a good good time for him to come on as well. It sort of sped up. A few bits and that, but like you said last week, Tom Connor's game was it was probably you or Johnny or one of the lads said it. Uh, Connor's game suits a particular type of game, and um, particularly against South Africa. If you want to slow down, you know the intensity a bit, and maybe kick the ball over their heads and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I um, I think I I think it. By the time when when Gibson Park arrived on, I think look, South Africa were using this real blitz defence, absolutely. Coming out of the like shooting up out of the line and Mapimpi, uh, I mean, he opened up. Uh, I can't. Uh, it was a Balakum. He absolutely opened up with a tackle. Yeah. Or was it? No, it wasn't. It was uh, our full back. He opened absolutely. Keenan. I think it was Hugo Keenan. He opened up with a tackle, and because they were shooting up when it came to when Gibson by the time Gibson Park came on. They started to realize where the because they were shooting up those gaps in behind that in behind the shooters, and they knew where they knew where to attack. So the game changed. That that whole game changed once once we knocked that blitz defense. Then we were able to compete with the blitz the blitz defense and, and know how to counteract it. Mm-hmm. Um, it just it changed the whole game immensely. Um, like Ireland could have been even better on the night themselves. Johnny left a few points behind on the board from those kicks out wide. You know, we had what's his name playing in the centre, uh, Jimmy O'Brien. You know, there was a lot of, you know, it wasn't a, an absolute full strength team and, you know, everyone in the right positions. But Robert Balakun, I know, was new into it as well. And, you know, you'd all that sort of stuff. So, you know, there's a lot to take from that as well. Yeah, well, but, uh, out of all the players, I think Robert, I think Balakum had probably had one of his poor, had a poor game. But just, I think it's it just he didn't get, he didn't get space, he didn't get a chance to open up. He was, um, I'd say it's probably a bit kind of nervous. It's a huge atmosphere, you know. You're playing playing South Africa. It's you know, I, I, I think he, I think he'll have a better game this week. I hopefully, hopefully will. I thought Jimmy Brown was absolutely outstanding coming he on. Was. Um, I know he's played. I know he has played in the centre, but um, 
he he's just it's great to have players who come on and are able to play with a smile on their face and and just come in and stand up to us and you know they were just I think he was just un, they were just unreal you know he yeah. he it's there's so many players like that young that's coming through that um I I think we're so we're so 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 lucky at the moment to have. But I think South Africa too, like I think they're out. I think they really missed Andre Pollard at 10. Really mm-hmm. thought they made Andre Pollard, yeah. uh, they missed Andre Pollard at 10. They didn't rate their 10 at all. The kicking game was very, very poor. Brutal, and yeah. uh, the change at the change at full back made a huge difference to them. So like they're, they're not going to be the same team when we play the World Cup. So like you have to, but it's great to come off to come out of the summer like the, the fact that they haven't played since the summer we had a great season um serious win against new zealand but to come out of that uh we needed to get a win you know and i think yeah. it's, it's just amazing to get it you know we got and that just, win and go we're ahead, going yeah. to get better as well tom well absolutely we need to get better johnny second said johnny we, Se- we, yeah exactly. well, johnny second said we've won nothing yeah you no know medals. we haven't won that and we've won mm. i think we've won two two what you call us grants three grand slams is what we've won in total, as a nation, we've won, we've won triple crowns in that. So we haven't won a World Cup. We have, you know, there's a lot there to be won. You know, at the end of the day, success is by what you win. You know, yep. it's not being rated number one. Rated number one is great, but you need to, we need to back it up with with a World Cup. Yeah, Keen Healy said it. There's no medals for world rankings. Um, no. So that's it. Uh, there's the team for Fiji this weekend. It's an earlier kickoff, uh, one o'clock on Saturday. So you have Jeremy Lockman, uh, Rob Herring, and Tyg Furlong. Tyg is the captain, which is a bit of a surprise when they announced it during the week. Kieran Treadwell and Tyg Byrne, uh, who's probably lovely broken nose for himself. Uh, Caelan Doris, Nick Timoney, and Jack Cohn in the back row. And then you've Gibson Park and Joey Carberry, Mac Hansen's. Uh, on the left wing, Stuart McCluskey and Henshaw in the centre, Balakoon on the right wing, and Jimmy O'Brien is a full back. And then on the bench, you have a nice bit of strength there to keep things balanced. Dan Sheen, Keen Healy, Tom O'Toole, Keen Prendergast, Max Deegan, Craig Casey, Jack Crowley, and Gary Ringrose. Decent team. Expected, I suppose, for Fiji. Yeah. Um, I think it's brilliant to have Tyke. I think he deserves I think he was a bit shocked, but he sounded really shocked that he got captain um yeah. i think it's but it's just phenomenal he's a, he he's deserves every bit of it yeah. um he leads by example he doesn't he doesn't have to say i think it's a say word he just leads by example and we all i think the whole nation knows that he leads by example i think you're uh, it'll be really interesting to see i'd like to see joey cabri having a good game yeah um yeah. you know uh gibson parker needs game time anyway um I think the centres, Jesus, I mean, they're two big centres. Yeah. And, and if Gary on the bench breeding down their necks as well, so. Well, they might need, Gary will change the game. The only hope that I see, something that I'd like to see, I'd like to see Jack Crowley getting a game of 10. Same. Some game time of 10. But I hope he gets some game time with Gibson Park. That's what I'd really like to see. And not just to come on, not just to have um, not nothing against Craig Casey. I mean, uh, Craig has been has been playing really, really well, but uh, I don't think he's 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 not the polished item yet. And I'd like mm-hmm. to see somebody of of um, Jack Crowley's ability to play with someone. Uh, 
but the ability to, and the skills and the leadership that that Jemison and Gibson the Park has, you know, it'd be lovely just for an experience. But I hope that look, that's that's wishful thinking because normally they make the changes, but it'd be fantastic if he did get a run a run of ten. Just be lovely to see it. I can't wait to see him if he gets on. Just you know that energy. Um, but he's he's that just a second yeah. goal, like with, with Jimmy O'Brien. He plays with a smile on his face and he's just enjoying rugby, and that's what that's what young fellas do. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to now a decent uh, decent team out there as well. Nice little mix of uh, youth and experience. Caelan Doris into six actually, just after a cop and, and Jack Conan is at eight there as well. Jack needs a bit of game time as well. Um, but yeah, no, all good. Max Deegan, good to see him in the back row there as cover. Yeah. He can cover a few positions. So Max was on the A team last week. So see how he gets on. It's all at their opportunity to put their hands up as well, like Tom. Um, because with Six Nations around the corner and everything as well, everyone needs to be sort of breathing down their opposite numbers uh, throat, you know, for those positions. Um, so now is the time. If Jack Crowley wants a green jersey going forward, he needs to wrestle it off Joey, and that's it. I know it's early days for Jack and that as well, but this is the time to shine, as they say. Um, these are those matches that do it. That's why I like these sort of matches. Um it's great to see a mix of different sort of fellas on there and see who stands out, you know. I think it's super. It's, it's mm-hmm. um, you know, we need uh, every look, you need games, you need these games, and you need the Munster game tonight. It'll be interesting to see. I like the more games that Irish players get at playing at a different at, at, at an international level or a higher level, you know, it was like the A's getting beaten, well beaten last week. Like, they completely folded under under a, a fantastic New Zealand side who just came with hunger and you know absolutely blew them out of the water. Yeah. You know, and it's not I know people said, Oh, does it show it shows up our oh it shows up our maybe our depth isn't as I don't think it's about the depth that we have. We have we have serious depth, but it's just I mean there's a lot of injuries there in the Irish squad between well if you have to look up the Munster squad and see their injury list is just ridiculous. Yeah. And then and then there has been like there's injuries across all all the four provinces. But I don't think they were expect I don't look it's very hard. A lot of those players come off the bat of going down to South Africa and going on a trip and you know, so, all those all those Kiwis want to make their place on the on the, the a lot of them lads want to really yeah. want to show and prove themselves. And the Irish lads, Tom, they're not even start they're not even regular starters for their own provinces in a lot of cases as well. So Yeah, and no, but they so, look it's so what if they got the backside good. handed to them. Like it, it's good like, lesson. It is a good lesson. They that mm-hmm. won't happen again. You know, well please God it won't happen, <laughs> happen again. But like you need that. You need the game tonight. You need a game against Fiji. Like Fiji, will be no pushovers, and oh. like they'll throw the ball around. They'll hit. Yeah. They're big tacklers. You know, they're big men too. So that's not. It's not going to be. They won't just. They're not. They're here to. They have the World Cup too to go to. So, yeah. I mean, everyone wants to. Everyone has has uh, something on the line. Yeah. No, that's it. Uh... Tom, we're going to leave it there. Um, best yeah. of luck this weekend uh, on your trip up to Galara. Um, yeah. After last week's uh, big win over Dundalk, um, another big physical team, like you said, but, uh, you know, go well. And uh, best of luck, of course, to Kilkenny against Boyne and uh, Tolo 
are in action uh, as well this weekend. They're playing Dundalk, and so that's the local sub. And of course, youths and ladies action and girls action across the weekend uh, as well. Uh, enjoy the internationals, Tom, and the Munster match and everything as well, and your own match, of course. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. Thanks, Steve. No bothers.